0: Hi everyone. I'm Summer. I'm Carrie. And this is Hopeful podcast. Join us to talk about sex, drugs, and self improvement.
1: Oh, but I found out. Okay, so my ADHD. My parents apparently knew about it when I was little, and I did not realize they had put me on Ritalin for a little while. And since I'm not normally very hyperactive, the Ritalin kicked in the hyperactivity instead of like calming down uh-huh. my speaking and I like my speaking patterns and all that. So I didn't, I still didn't sleep anymore. And then also I talked all the time, but now I just couldn't sit still. So they took me off of it. They didn't mention it until like, I don't know. I was at some point in high school, I think. And I mentioned the fact that I was like, I think I might have ADHD. And my mom was like, well, yeah, you do. And I was like, (laughs) what do you mean? Yeah, I do. She's like, you had ADHD ever since uh, those doctors told us when you were little. And I was like, why didn't you ever tell me this? She's like, well, I thought you knew. I was like, no. And she's like, well, you were the one that they gave the pills to. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I took meds for this? And she was like, yeah, they were terrible. We took you off of them like within a couple of weeks because it was so bad. And I was like, that's crazy. Which I should have known whenever. Okay, so I had a friend named Kelly. Okay, Went to a very small school in the middle of nowhere. So the preschool that I went to used to lock, lock uh, the kids that were a little too hyperactive in a closet together. Which you would think would be abuse. But it was all of us with me and my friends that I like playing with inside of a small closet for like a couple hours so they could get relaxation outside handling the other kids. And we would just run circles inside that closet. So we didn't know until they locked one of us in there. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they locked one of us in there and forgot to take them out (laughs) and then went home. And he was in there until three in the morning. Um, And then the school got shut down.
0: Yes. Thank thank goodness.
1: I went to middle school. And one of those same kids got locked in a closet in middle school because the teacher would, he didn't get locked in the closet. They would just put him in the closet. His desk was in the closet because he couldn't work well with the other kids. I
0: don't, think kids. Do I, I do don't really think that's better. The closets.
1: <laughs> Small towns, normal. man. Small towns. And
0: apparently it's kind of universally accepted in that town for, you know, this many people to be doing it to the yeah, kids. Right?
1: Yeah, um, right. And One of them, Kelly, whenever they would oh. put him in the closet, like they didn't like me and him to be around each other because we would not stop talking and joking and stuff. So they put him in the closet. I was less hyperactive. So they could sit me in a chair. They just had to like, keep me focused on my work, which I I was always getting done with the homework faster. So then they, they hated it because they were like, go help somebody else. And I hated helping other people because I want to play on the computer. Um, That's why I got done with my homework really fast. (laughs) They had Oregon trail and I wanted to play it. (laughs) 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 But Kelly, every time the teacher would leave the office, or, I mean, leave the the classroom for a minute, he would, like, okay, so the closet that he was in was just a big storage closet for supplies, but there was another closet there that was where all the school costumes were at for plays and stuff. And Kelly knew how to pick locks. And, because me and him (laughs) both had this, me and him (laughs) both had criminal families, so we know a bunch of shit that the other kids didn't know.
0: That was what I was going to ask, is where did Kelly come come across this knowledge? (laughs) (laughs) okay that makes
1: the majority of my family criminals majority his family criminals so you know okay learn things anyway he would like he comes out of there one time and he's dressed as abraham lincoln and he's got (laughs) two like cap guns and he's just fired them like all crazy (laughs) like uh and then immediately wow. the teacher walks in and he like shuts the door and goes back inside and she didn't see what would happen. And we're all just dying laughing. So then it became a thing that every time she would leave the room, Kelly would come out of there in a different costume. One time he comes out like a, it's like uncle Sam with an American Eagle on his shoulder. And he comes out and starts giving a speech he found. And it's just a declaration of independence, but he's giving it like a speech, you know? And like, yeah, <laughs> things like that. I mean, it was great. That's um, the best. Minus being locked in the closet. I don't like that. It was a, it was a cool closet. Yeah. <laughs> I was jealous of him in his closet. I was like, can I be locked in the closet with Kelly? She was like, no. No closet time
0: noise. for you. <laughs> I heard a weird noise and it scared
1: me. I don't Is know it the fairies?
0: the fairies.
1: It sounded like a mason jar lid pop. I don't have any mason jars in my room.
0: Are you sure?
1: Yeah. You don't keep moonshine laying around? No. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. <laughs>
0: I, I have actually stopped drinking for the most part because it makes me feel gross. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't really drink much lately either because of my inflammation issues with everything else. It just aggravates it. But moonshine is a very handy thing to keep around, though. It's I do like <laughs> It my- has a million uses.
1: <laughs> I just... Mm-hmm. But anyway, I love talking about the scary noise in my room.
0: <laughs> well he, he meant he mentioned the his parents not telling him about the ADHD. Oh, yeah. what is with these parents? Like my parents I just you know, I'm just now in my 40s realizing like there is actually something wrong with my joints, you know, my knee has been out for like a few years and they're like the you know, and so apparently like my ligaments aren't holding my joints in place like they're supposed to right and so it's continually just d- randomly dislocating is what's happening and now my wrist is doing the same thing and 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 i would you know i told the, my parents and they're just like yeah it's just gonna keep getting worse as you're o- older and <laughs> that's just the extent of what they had to say and it finally occurred to me you know i was born with my legs twisted uh, and they had to splint them so i guess so those um Connective tissues could kind of draw up and hold those, hold everything in place like it was supposed to. So, like they've literally known since day one there was something wrong with me, and literally never had the conversation. Yeah. Of hey, you need to pay attention to this. Like, had I known, I could have prevented a lot of injuries. But I had no idea because they're just like, oh no, everybody's joints do that. Our our whole family does. Like, it's not normal.
1: right it's it's hard for families to distinguish genetic issues like okay so my okay my sister i was telling her about how my knee is always sore my right knee is always sore and i was like it's weird it like pops out of place and all this kind of stuff all the time and and she was like yeah that's what i have my my left knee and then she starts telling me about it and she's like yeah the doctor found out that like one of my legs is a little shorter than others and she's like it's because mom's leg is shorter than others now she's telling me this And she's acting like she just found this out, but it's apparently been several years that she's known this. And she's like, oh yeah, you might want to have that looked at. And I'm like, so then I lay down on the, I go over to her house. I'm cutting the story really bad, but I go over to her house and she's like, well, just lay down on the ground and I'll show you what the doctor did. And she measured my legs and one of my legs is half an inch shorter than the other one, which um, I was like, oh, okay. So now i got to put like lifts on one side of my leg to keep the, the joint from overextending on one side and taking all the pressure. Which I'm like, huh, makes sense on a lot of things that I have noticed throughout my life and thought, wow, man, I kind of walk weird.
0: (laughs) My grandma's was like that. Her legs, Hers was shorter than the other. But, you know, I don't think anybody ever thought to actually check that on any of us. You should check that now. Right? Now I'm like, (laughs) I wonder if that's why it's primarily one side that's been the problem. Mm, Which would make sense, right? Because if you're compensating.
1: Hmm. Yeah, the no, my- the leg that is longer, it will get more pressure put on it all the time, right? So it right. lifts in the other one, so that it balances out.
0: To look into that, because yeah, none of no. Now that you mention it, nobody's ever evaluated any of us for that. You should be the first.
1: Everybody lay down, like let me measure your legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna measure everybody.
1: <laughs> but then. Keeping the tradition going, you don't tell any of them what the results are,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? I have, you don't remember that I measured
1: your legs like three years ago. Why have you not kept up with this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's exactly what I should do because, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I remember having the conversation, like when we went to, um, you know, when you play sports at school, which you was required for us, for you know, several years, um, you have to do the physical right every year. And I remember the doctor saying stuff like, Oh, she, they're, they're going to need, you know, additional like ankle support. And, and we always had knee braces, but it was presented to me, like all kids need this. Although now it makes sense why I was the only one on the fucking team who had it. <laughs>
1: It's uh, yeah. It, it's weird how the uh, I don't know how they do things when one of your kids and even as an adult, like the things that they don't tell you. Like doctors will have you check stuff, and then they're like, "Now I think they they've gotten much better." I remember when I was younger, they would not really explain the tests they're doing. They're just like, "Oh, we do this with everybody. Oh, we do this with everybody." Mm-hmm. And then like I now I've got a doctor that actually like we do this because and then they explain to me because I'm going to ask you like a million fucking questions if you don't tell me what it is. <laughs> Because when I was younger, I wouldn't ask those questions. I didn't think you were really supposed to. I thought the doctor was just supposed to come in and tell you stuff. And if you needed to know, you needed to know. Other than that, they were just doing their normal tests. Now it's like I, I asked the doctor about everything. I mean, anything at all that I think is any bit interesting to ask about. Like anything I'm intrigued by, which is almost every damn thing. So, <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> Like I'll ask them about something. I'm like, hey, I need you to look at this mole on my toe. I don't know. It wasn't there a couple of years ago, I don't believe. <laughs> like, And now I noticed it and I'm like. I don't think that's supposed to be there. Can you look at it? And they're like, Oh, I'm not a dermatologist, but it looks fine. You know, kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know where, I know where I was going with it. I'm going to stop myself before I go there. <laughs> There's some, I've asked doctors about, and I have found that, uh, women have gynecologists and y'all can go see a gynecologist and they will answer any question for you. Um, you you don't really see unless you have to. And, the regular doctor does not want to check out anything for you that you have questions about.
0: Ah, fair enough. I guess.
1: Cause I'm like, I don't, I was telling my doctor, my doctor's younger than I am by like 10 years, I think. And I was telling him, I was like, I've never had kids. I've never had a baby scare. I don't wear protection. So I'm like, how has this come about? Am I infertile? This kind of thing. And I'm like, you know, like I pointed out some things, some things women have pointed out down there and like, you know, testicle size and all this kind of stuff. So it's an awkward conversation to have with y'all. But anyway, I pointed this out to him and I was like, would you mind looking? And then the doctor's like, well, I don't really, I'm just going to take your word for it. And I'm like, no, no, no. I
0: don't, <laughs> I don't, not
1: <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> like. Do you want me to come in with, like, pictures? No, 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 no. Okay, do you want me to, like, draw on a scale of what I think mine are versus somebody else's, and maybe that's an infertility thing? Well, I don't know if that has anything to do with infertility. I'm like, you're a doctor, and I've read about this. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it is. So, anyway,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different doctor, I think. That's an
1: interesting rabbit trail just took you on there.
0: <laughs> it's fine. It
1: happens. You know? <laughs> We're used to that. No, I figured if it, there was anybody to talk about it with, it was you guys. That's-
0: I mean, <laughs> that's we have. We've had we have had much more awkward conversations on here. It's fine. Oh
1: yeah, no, I, I've seen I've yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a oh. lot of it. We can't even post. So. Oh yeah. No, I remember the the Indian clinics when I was younger. It, they used to be like so, so bad. <laughs> like it was scary going there because like the one in Tallahina was really hit and miss because of the <laughs> doctors that were there and like one of my uh, cousins worked as a nurse there. And she would constantly tell me, like, oh, you're getting this doctor. What are you going to see him about? Okay, you'll be fine. All right. Oh, just God. don't, don't see him about anything about, like, you know, these kind of things. She'd always tell us, like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and refer you over to this doctor instead because uh, you don't want to see that doctor about this kind of thing. Because, like, they would do things like uh, my sister came in with Russian mumps once and they didn't know what Russian mumps was, which is one of those obscure not very common thing anyway so they just sent her home and was like okay if this isn't gone in a couple of weeks uh go to an er and like we're like this is the only er in our area so it's like we're going to come back here so, but they're like we don't know what this is it could be <laughs> contagious please leave go,
0: go home and hope for the best <laughs> we're gonna take the ignore it and hope it goes away approach yeah yeah the clinics were terrifying when it was still just strictly ihs clinics Because that's that's the thing other people don't realize about IHS. And it's the same way at the VA, like the majority of the because of the way the federal funded program works, the majority of the doctors that are uh, working at these facilities are fresh out of medical school as part of an agreement where they pay for Mm -hmm. their medical school. And then you have to work for, I think, five years or whatever for them or.
1: Or those are the, the ones. The
0: discipline. Yes, the ones <laughs> yeah. who are on probation. Their medical license, is their, it's part of their disciplinary action is they have to give so much service to these mm-hmm. clinics. So it's like literally malpractice
1: <laughs> It's doctors. like how many malpractices do you have to have before you work at an Indian clinic? <laughs> <punk>? About 14. <laughs> About 14 <laughs> lawsuits at one time. There was a doctor that I used to go to, and I was like, this guy still works here. I was. I remember being a teenager, and everybody was terrified to get him. And whenever I was an adult, I went down to uh, Idabel or Brokenbow, I can't remember where that, that hospital was at.
0: Idabel. The, yeah, the bigger Ida- ones in Idabel. Mm-hmm.
1: And I went there and they told me his name. And I was like, did he used to work at Tallahina?" And they're like, yeah. I was like, do y'all have another doctor I could see? Because <laughs> I'm like, I know this guy. I knew how many malpractices. He had like 14 whenever he came to the clinic because oh, wow. uh, they were basically wanting to take his license away. But he agreed to work. And that was the one my cousin was always like, you know. If it's something major, do not see this guy. If it's something like minor, like, you know, colds, flus, something like that, he's fine. But if it's anything major, like you might have to have surgery down the road, you do not want to see this guy because he's going to recommend surgery when you don't need to or not recommend surgery when you need it. He's really Uh, terrible. And I was like, oh, good to know.
0: (laughs) That's terrifying.
1: For real yeah
0: uh, when we were kids it was like regular it happened like it well it seemed like it was happening on a regular basis for people to just die in the waiting room
1: yeah at the clinic i remember i got snake and like
0: nobody noticed what what kind mm. of snake bit you
1: copperhead and what, I, what
0: did you do to send snake i ran <laughs> over it bit. with a
1: tricycle i was a little kid I was too big to be riding a tricycle, which was what I thought was amusing about it. Cause I was like, Oh, this is funny. So I was going to ride around and show my dad and me on this little kid's tricycle. And you it You fucked was around and found
0: out, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I fucked
1: around and found a snake. I thought I got stung by a bee and I was like, wow, this bee really fucked my leg up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go into the hospital and there was a kid there that had rode a, okay. So it's emergency room, middle of the night, Kalahina. Um, The nurse that took us in was the only one in the er because there was a kid that got there right before me that had was riding a dirt bike and had done a jump and landed on a t-post and it went through him so all the doctors were in there trying to like remove this t-post from him and it managed not to hit any of his organs so you know he ended up fine but that left me with a nurse and this was her first like i think her first week in the er and this was her first week at the hospital and they just all left her and they were like, okay, well, it's snake bite. You know, they told her what they thought she should do. And then they went back in there because they're like, we got to deal with this kid. So she comes in there and she gives me antivenom, which well, she didn't test to find out if I was allergic to antivenom. I am. And I swelled up and I couldn't breathe and everything. So then she caused poison control because she couldn't get into the, the room where they were at. So oh she caused poison control. They're like, well, you should give him something that's uh, an inflammatory like Tylenol. So she gave me Tylenol, and it turns out I'm allergic to, uh, you know, NER. They keep the Tylenol with codeine in it. turns out I'm allergic to codeine. I swole up, and I quit breathing completely. And also she goes to give me adult dosages for both. She just, like, panicked. And anyway, some point in the middle of the night, once the doctor came in there and kind of, like, got me back conscious and everything, uh, she came up to me and when she was saying something and I was like if you she was trying to stick me with something else and I was like if you stick me with that I'm gonna throw you out this window <laughs> and she still remembers me it's like uh, the last time I went to one of those hospitals down there I ran into her and she's like I remember you she's like you're a little kid that first night first week I was working she's like you told me how, you were gonna throw me out the window and like yeah <laughs> I, I was like it's oh I remember it. you too <laughs> <laughs> don't stick me with anything <laughs> stay away from me <laughs> that's terrifying Jesus, like could, that was you pos- a wild
0: ride. could you possibly have worse luck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: For real? Well, I mean, I live, so I mean, you know, it, it's okay. <laughs> That's bare the minimum. There is
0: Just it? Is it? Uh, are we sure?
1: I mean, if I would have went away, <laughs> this, I would want to peacefully in my unconscious and not necessarily sleep, but you know, my this, sedated this state. Might, this,
0: this might be a sixth sense situation. You know, we might need Haley Joe to come talk to you.
1: Oh, now, like, I was telling everybody, I'm like, uh, I always tell people, I'm like, whenever I'm out and I'm hiking and stuff, I like hiking and everything, uh, whenever I'm out hiking, I can always tell when there's snakes nearby, and I'm assuming there's a that musk that they put off or whatever, I'll know before anybody else does there's a snake nearby. I may not know exactly where it's at, but I'm like, there is a snake near here, <laughs> guys. Like You have snake Look at your legs, now. yeah, like, <laughs> look, look around your feet, <laughs> they're going for the ankles, look out for your ankles, <laughs>
0: I'm that way with straight men. Um, Like, oh, God. The the radar's going off. (laughs) There's some nearby. Hide. Take cover. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you very much for coming to talk to us, Victor. It was fun. (laughs) Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. And to be sure you never miss an upload, make sure you turn your notifications on. And please come join us on social media so we can continue these conversations in between episodes. You'll find us at Hopoxia Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.